I'm Danny. And I'm Demika. And we're biracial unicorns. The minisode! Minisode time. I'll say it once. I'll say it again. If people only knew the conversations we have before we hit record, honestly, yeah. honestly, yeah, I, we'd have to beat people off with a stick, really. It's gold. It's gold or people would stop listening to this podcast. <laughs> it's one way or the other. It, yeah, there's nothing in between. We would either this would be a full time career or we'd be banned either yeah. either way. Yes, <laughs> it's true. I, you know what? The, I'm excited to get into today's topic, mostly because I must have checked our list two or three times because I could not believe we had not talked about this topic. Excellent. And Excellent. I was like, how have we not? And I think it's because it's another one of those like where we've referenced it, but we haven't taken a full deep dive. And I think we have the perfect reason to today. So without further ado, we're going to go ahead and get in our nostalgia vehicle we're going to take it back to something from our childhood, but in even beforehand and see once again how they're making money off of our nostalgia. We're going to spend 10 minutes talking about Scooby-Doo. Ooh, oh my God. No way, Tamika. Scooby-Doo yeah. was on my short list for, for my next mini-sode. <laughs> oh, no. So more specifically... Velma. Yes. Velma is getting her own cartoon series, R-rated cartoon series. Oh my god. Standalone and she's going to be voiced by the one and only Mindy Kaling and she will be depicted oh, as South Asian. Oh my so, god. You just stop. Just stop right now. I'm going to cry. <laughs> no, you're going to cry cuz it's going to be on HBO Max cuz it's another <laughs> freaking streaming series i do i have a login for hbo max of course i'm I'm gonna leave it there i i don't pay for it but (laughs) if anyone wants to be my friend enough to give me their password i will be so responsible with it i'm i'm crazy responsible it's a different way to be a patron of this of this podcast sponsored Demika's hbo max i need them for all the streaming i need if someone's got a hulu I'll take that as well. Oh my goodness, that cracked me up. Yes, that will be perfect. Just drop that in there. But yes, 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 yes. It is. It was announced, gosh, I think 2021 in a couple of interviews. But mm. they have like on HBO Max on Twitter on the 18th. What's today? The 19th? Or when we're recording this? The I 20th. Can't. Yep cool times the construct that i have lost all touch with they kind of had like their first like little sneak peek picture of it and it's there's going to be nudity sexuality it's going to be real murder there's just it's going to be violence and people are have mixed feelings about it but i guess if we want to spend a little time talking about what scooby-doo means to us and then maybe spend a little bit of time talking about this potential velma series i don't know so what does scooby-doo mean to you you know i love scooby-doo uh i don't think this is a hot take i feel like our our generation scooby-doo was just on tv all the time so Mm -hmm. i have seen so much scooby-doo i love it comfort food hands down i haven't seen it as an adult (laughs) but that's fine um big fan of velma obviously velma's obviously the best character 
don't talk to me about Daphne and Fred. Uh, and I'm always a supporter of, of Shaggy and Scooby, uh, but definitely not Team Scrappy. That's my take. And you know, oh, what? you want additional take? There should have actually been more supernatural elements in Scooby Doo. Yeah, dot. I'm I co-sign on literally every one of those, including Scrappy Doo. You're garbage. You know you're garbage, and you've brought down an entire series solely on onto yeah. yourself. Absolutely. Scooby Doo also made me feel like the Harlem Globetrotters were like a bigger cultural touch point than I think they actually are. Oh. Completely. Can we get into the guest stars? They've had Kiss um, as like Batman and Robin. Yep. Like what kind of sway? Like I just want to get into there. Like who else do you have connection with? The guys from the Supernatural? They car- oh, they- really? Yeah, and the they new? A- yeah, they did a cartoon wow. version of the guys from Supernatural and, and did it. Too. So Sherlock Holmes has also been a guest star. You want to talk about something so culturally relevant. It's kind of like when people make it to Simpsons. I'm like, but have you made it to Scooby-Doo? No. Get out of here. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think I think that, well, I guess there are new Scooby-Doo. You just, you just said mm-hmm. that. And as someone who is a mother, does, does your daughter know anything about Scooby-Doo? She is pro Scooby-Doo. It is so great because there is, there's what's new Scooby-Doo. There Mm. is Scooby-Doo. Where are you? There's quite a couple of reboots. So she's watched the classic and it's a very, like we talk about the monster of the week. And I talk about how has this been able to hold up when it's so formulaic, but there is something so iconic and we just enjoy the, the shtick of it. It's so shticky, right? Yeah. And there's something fun. And then what's new Scooby-Doo is a little bit more mature. There's actually a little bit more supernatural elements. Elements. It's not always, you know, who's behind it all. There's, it's kind of intermingled into the whole old man withers, and there's dark talismans and history and folklore, folklore that's kind of weaved into it. And she had to be a little bit older for that, but she loves the characters because I think what really draws us into it is this: these oddball kids who mm. are deciding to stay together and solve mysteries. And I think there's something, uh, even their their ridiculous dynamic, that we're just so drawn to. Because after all, don't we all secretly just want like a band of friends to solve mysteries with, like deep down inside? Yeah, and it's how I can I can create the head canon where. Daphne, Fred, and Velma know each other and are friends. But like, how is Shaggy in that group? (laughs) And I love it though. But I love it. And it's just like an accepted thing because you're right. They have like the the jock. It's very breakfast club, right? Where they have all of everyone takes the box of all these different subcategory groups of these high schoolers, right? But they just meld and they have risked their lives technically. Or each other. And it is so interesting. And and not that I want to divulge too, too much from it, but I have to give, and this is for me, people can fight me on it. One of the best cast live action movies there have mm. ever was. I have not seen, this is dramatic, 
It's one of my favorites. I'm like, I have never in the I history have never of- seen the melding of minds and talents that was apparent with the- Freddie Prince Jr. Yes. Of 2002, it peaked and has never been the same. But do you know, like, I, I think when we watched the live action, we're just like every single person embodied that character so much. And it is the most time capsule 2000s, early 2000s movie I cannot help but gag at the fashion, how something that was originally aired in the 1950s translates so well to the 2000s. (laughs) I remember watching that movie and just having a giggle because it is so cheesy and I just absolutely love it. I'm waiting for my daughter to be like a hair older before she sees it, but it's so cheesy. She might be right there at eight years old. So yeah, it holds up. Yeah. Yeah. I I don't know. I mean, I feel like I must have seen it, but I can't. I think I've only seen it in bits and pieces. I've never seen the live action all the way through. I I think, you know, in all your spare time, if you just want to relive 2002, I need you to get the little black plastic choker, put it on your neck, get some mm. butterfly clips in two buns, get your roll on glitter and go enjoy it and just have the biggest laugh of uh, of it all. Both the, the first one and the second one of the live action and just relive the 2000s because it is It's fitting hilarious. because that fashion is coming back. Yes. So yes. I'll just head over to Urban Outfitters and, and pick up. <laughs> The outfit that I would have worn 20 years ago. Can we talk about the baggy jeans that have come back? And I'm just like, my time has finally come. My hips can finally That's what I'm saying. I th- you know, you and I are both kind of pear-shaped women. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm like all about the baggy pants. I'm like, please. Let's- Girl, because let me tell you, them skinny jeans, my calves, my cankles were like, oh, do we get a break now? I'm like, yes. You you have done fairly well the last 10 years. Thank you for your service. Here are some baggy cargo pants with a sweater vest cute top with a, the bare minimum of midriff and a chunky belt. They're like, finally, yeah. I'm home. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's... I'm glad. I'm glad. I feel like we bonded over this in high school. <laughs> like yeah. that fashion being appropriate for us. Yeah, it was it was perfect. I abs I've never been more comfortable and also slightly fashionable in my life. I've never been able to have the two coalesce so beautifully. It's been a fight ever since. So yeah, bring it on. Go ahead. I don't care. Call me old, but apparently we knew what was good because it came back again so quickly. Yeah. But oh my gosh. The Jinkos. I just can't wait until like the pants go even bigger. Like, how big can we get it? I love there is nothing more hilarious than in middle school with the kids in these big puffy pants. And the one time it would rain in Albuquerque and the pants would get absolutely soaked and you could see the water being absorbed and have this yeah. thick layer. I I, I can feel it. Eyelid. Like you just yeah. talking it like I can feel <laughs> feel like my ankles getting cold (laughs) people will never know like the little strings hanging from the bottom of your crazy like how dirty the bottom of your pants would get because it's so gross 
They're so, so gross. I'm like, oh, I never I did it. laundry. It was all just oh, no. disgusting. Well, because you broke in your jeans. Just like yeah. fit your hips just and they would just hit just right. All right. Sorry. That was that was that alarm was bringing us out of memory lane. Uh, so bring <laughs> bring on the fashion. I don't miss the pale pink. I don't miss fuzzy textures. There's a couple of things where I'm just like, what the pleather. There's actually a scene. I can't remember if it's in the first or second live action one where Velma actually wears like a all leathery pleather suit. Very mm, fit. I remember that. Yeah. Yes. And I'm just like, oh, man, it's very Britney's, you know, oops, I did it again. So it's, you know, you can relive all of that. It's 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 iconic. But yeah, I, I know our time is up, but people are asking with the Velma series, do we need a grown-up version of all things nostalgic? Like, do you, is this is there a place? Is this necessary? What do you think? Is it necessary? No. Um, but I, what I do respect about it is like all this nostalgia is just to cash in on our generation, right? So may as well be explicit in tailoring it to our generation. You know, like. When DuckTales was rebooted, I've heard such great things about it, and I've watched some of it, but, you know, like, I was there for it. I was there for DuckTales. I love DuckTales. I was there for David Tennant. I was there, like, all the voice actors were, like, people who I love, but at the end of the day, it was still a kid's cartoon, and I was like, okay, I'm into it for, like, an episode or two. Uh, so I do respect that they're tailoring it to the people who they're hoping watch it. I I completely agree. So they're liking it too. And I have not watched it, which is shocking. The Harley Quinn cartoon mm. that is very es- explicit. I've only seen little bits and parts. Once again, I don't <clears throat> get the channel or streaming service that it's on. But the little bit I have watched is like, yeah. If I'm going to watch something about Harley Quinn in a cartoon, it has to be explicit. It has to be R-rated. Like, you to fully involve in the insanity and the madness of the character that's also somewhat endearing, you have to kind of go there. So I agree. I like that they are keeping it in mind of, well, these people are grown-ass people who need a little bit more substance. I mean, we live in a time where... Game Game of Thrones is one of the most popular shows that ever existed or whatever. Not my judge, but it's violent and sexual. And it's like, unfortunately, you have to kind of meet people where they're at. The only thing I know about Game of Thrones is winter is coming, lots (laughs) of boobs and lots of killing people. That's all I know. Yeah. And so with I mean, even with just like my limited knowledge of it, that's it. You have to meet that level if you want to try to capture the mainstream i guess and so yeah i'm i'm really excited i like that they're very unapologetic of people being like she is south asian deal with it like the woman voicing her that is her and just just leaning into it and i my husband and i argue about multiverses right and Mm. i love a multiverse I'm here for it. I love that we get to play with familiar topics with a different spin on it. So it brings freshness to it. I loved it in any Star Trek episode. I'm here for it. So I'm excited for it. I hope this does really well. I mean, that's also a super millennial thing, right? Like (laughs) it started with the stinky cheese man and we've never looked back. I'm I'm here. I'm here. And if you don't know Stinky Cheese Man, you go to bed. It's past your bedtime. You're- 
<laughs> oh, have you seen like the memes where they like you look at something like um the pencil sharpener that's oblong and metal that yep. you have to stick like if you know what this is, it's time for a skincare routine, that kind of a yeah. thing. I feel like if you knew who the stinky cheese man and check check with your life insurance, you probably need to up your premium. So- <laughs> totally. Totally. Oh man. Oh, it's good to reminisce. It is. Yeah. I, I hadn't heard about it. I I feel so out of touch, but I love Mindy Kaling, Velma's, thebomb.com. She's bae. Bae. She's bae. She's bae. <laughs> She's, I, I wish I could remember. I just watched like a, a TikTok that was all this like Zoomer slang. And I'm like, oh, what was like slang for super cool that was weird? I don't remember. Um. <laughs> Dang it. Well, well, when you learn it, you can teach it to me. Yeah. Yeah. All right. <laughs> we'll be back next week with a, well, with a full episode. And then I think we'll be transitioning into some new iteration. Perhaps yeah. it might be a mini We don't know yet. We don't know. We're going into a chrysalis and we're going to come out something completely different and new, I think. So just be along for the ride. It might be we come out looking the same, but... <laughs> Wait, that would be so us. We're gonna go multiverse. That's where yeah. we're just gonna go. The, you know, it might be slightly different. Like we all have pig snouts. Yeah. All right, y'all. Check the show notes for more info. Peace. Out. Peace.